to start with some slides. Throw up whatever picture, doesn't really matter which one goes first. Okay, here we go. Have you all seen this circulating, like Facebook and whatever? Oil change, the pumpkin spice oil change is back. They're also hiring. <clears throat> Next slide. Here's the Wawa. Yes, thank you. Yes, Wawa. Here's the Wawa um, advertisement. Pumpkin spice coffee is back. Getting into some favorites here. Next, we have some juicy caramel apples. Anybody like caramel apples? I do too. I just love caramel. I forget how much I love it till I eat it every time. Then we got some bonfires. One of my favorite smells in the world is a bag of marshmallows, but it's also a bonfire smell. I love that smell. We keep going. Here's a cute little kid. I love this cool weather we're having. I love the coolness. I love the cut and humidity. I just love on a sunny day, but it's cold. I just love that combination. In the shade, you're chilly like this, but then you step into the sun and you start taking the layers off. That's what I love. Keep going. Now, this is my friend. This is an actual picture of a marching band, the Crimson Regiment in um, uh, Loveland, Colorado. This is my friend's daughter is a ninth grader this year and um, this is one of her competitions she's been at. One of my favorite sounds is the sound of a marching band. Anybody else? Anybody else? Yes. <clears throat> I might have one more. And this is a beautiful picture of the Rockies in uh, Colorado and during the fall season well, actually, on our drive here to church this morning, did you all notice on 95, all of the trees are just, you know, multiple colors that, like, happened over the last couple of days. This is peak season for the fall, the fall leaves. And, but in Colorado, this is what you see, yellow mostly, because of the aspen trees. So it's, I just love the, um, the sights of the season of fall. And I think that's the last slide I had. So, just flipping through some slides this morning, fall is probably my favorite season. Um, but honestly, I kind of like the entire time of year, starting from the end of summer all the way through New Year's. Um, but I love some of these slides that I had up this morning are some of my favorite sights and tastes and smells and sounds of the fall season. <clears throat> There's also seasons, so I, I, I really look forward to fall. That's what I'm trying to say this morning. Fall is a season that I really look forward to. But I also have some seasons that I don't look as, you know, I don't anticipate as much enjoying, which is summer. Now, I do like aspects of summer, but the Delaware humidity, I just feel that anxiety coming on every spring when I wake up in the morning and I think, what's the humidity today? And I check my phone. Is it hot? Is it really humid? It's the end of May. Are we going to get into that Delaware sticky humidity yet? So <clears throat> I don't necessarily look forward to the season of summer as much as I do other seasons like fall. <clears throat> Although I heard people out here on the East Coast age better than those of us from places like dry Colorado because that humidity keeps your skin nice and wrinkle-free. So <clears throat> just a little fact. 
<laughs> so, you know, got to think of reasons why we love humidity. <clears throat> but just like the seasons of the year that we look forward to, there's seasons of life that we look forward to as well. Like any of the milestones that we celebrate, things like graduations or weddings, job promotions, things like these. And then there are seasons, if there's ones we look forward to, there's ones that we don't. Ones that we don't look forward to as much, like becoming an empty nester maybe, except for we know Stephen can't wait. Um, and other seasons that mark time through change or loss. If you would turn with me today to John chapter 16, verses 16 through 20, it'll be up on the screen here. It reads, in a little while, Jesus speaking, you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, what does he mean when he says, in a little while, you won't see me, but then you will see me, and I am going to the Father and what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized that they wanted to ask him about it. So he said, are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said in a little while, you won't see me, but a little while after that, you'll see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. Jesus' disciples in this passage, in the whole of chapter 16, they loved the season they were in. They liked having their teacher, Jesus, physically present with them as they followed him and walked with him and as they learned from him and as he taught them things. And I'm sure if it was up to them that they would have never you know, chosen to have that season ever change or uh, in their lives. And the disciples didn't really like what Jesus was saying. Jesus was trying to explain to his disciples about what he was preparing to go through and what that would mean for them. But they didn't see the purpose of that or the necessity for their current season to end and a different season to begin. All the disciples knew was that Jesus wasn't going to be with them anymore, and they feared facing the next season without him. In another passage, Jesus tells them, I must go away, but I'm sending back to you the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. But they couldn't understand what he meant. All they heard was that Jesus was not going to be present with them. The point that Jesus was trying to relate to his disciples was, no matter what this next season was, Jesus promised to be with them. And they couldn't understand how, but he promised to be with them. And we may not understand in the same way the reasons for some of the seasons in our lives, but Jesus promises to be with us in them. And he promises to be present in every season. I want to turn to Psalm 139, verses 7 through 12, because I think it says it best. <clears throat> Psalmist says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. 
I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. No season in our lives catches God off guard or by surprise. Amen. While we may not look forward to all seasons in life, we can rest assured this morning that God will be with us through them all. And that's just a thought. 